Hi, everyone. I pissed myself, but for a different reason. <laughs> God damn it. What are we doing here before the theme song? Uh, um, so I noticed a number of people being like, hey, what the fuck are Jera symptoms or however you spell that? And that's a perfectly logical thing to say if you haven't seen some of the older episodes. And uh, that, that brought to mind, you know what? Maybe after 100 episodes, we need some sort of encyclopedia of important-to-know memes <laughs> about undercooked analysis. So we are so, literally starting a Know Your Meme channel about... Wait, no, that's not right. The script says, so, make the fans do it. Yeah, so what we're going to do is, if you go below in the comments and point point out uh, like recurring jokes or terms, even like Ashcan Horror or whatever, that you think are important to understand about uh, undercooked analysis, how we analyze things, and the jokes we make. Put those uh, below, and then we're going to make uh, a short little video that we can point new people to whenever they have these kinds of questions. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a little fun project where we sort of, infomercial style, give a how-to undercooked analysis. And then we'll we'll put that up a week or two after this goes up. Mm-hmm. Should be good. <clears throat> so, uh, in, in, in anticipating people helping us out, uh, thank you for helping us out and building this community. You're all great. We couldn't have done it without you. Except I you. could, I could have, I could have done Dead Palace Jackoff Corner without anyone. Maybe you Except should, you. and then I can have my show back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just go in the corner. Just like to think there's a guy named Tom who feels really personally attacked right now. <laughs> One of the things that sucks about living in Southern California is knowing I am within spitting distance of E3 and yet I can't go. Because yeah. of the restraining order? Yeah, I mean, Charles Martinet just... He just doesn't understand. I, I, I didn't mean it like that. He just he just took it the wrong way. And Peter uh, and AJ got to meet him. I didn't. So, so if any... I had to, if I had anyone, to do something. If anyone is a... Um, if any of our listeners are a fan of horror, then you... <laughs> You should look at the um, Devolver Digital E3 conference this year for 2017. It's 15 minutes of just <laughs> fucking insanity. It's it's a lot like um, the oh my god, dead air. The the <laughs> um, Adult Swim stuff. Mm. The Adult Swim ads and stuff. It's got that kind of vibe to it. Oh, sick! Uh, you know, I haven't I haven't seen all that much to be honest, because we're the day we're recording this is uh, we're like midway through E3. But I mean, goddamn! Like, here's here's you know EA being like, eh. Here's you know Bethesda. Bethesda being like, Bethesda better have been joking. <laughs> they better have been because it's just like, hey, more here's Skyrim again. I, you know what? I'm I'm really happy Bethesda. with Bethesda. 
Bethesda came out and was like, good news, everybody. DLC you can, uh, fucking mods you can pay for. Because <laughs> we know. Yeah, that, that went, we that went that over already? That went over so well the last time and didn't <laughs> exactly. end in them discontinuing it in like 48 hours. Oh, man. Um, like, I, I, I'm really ha- I'm so happy with E3 this year because people are starting to wake up that, oh, this is just a giant advertisement and maybe I shouldn't define myself by nerd culture. <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, Nintendo is fucking killing it, I think. Yeah. Nintendo like, had a good, had a the best showing this year, I think. That's pretty good because like Nintendo has been fairly was fairly lackluster for a bit, and then uh, they announced Metroid Prime Four, which is fucking dope. Uh, two uh, games for 3DS that are remakes of older games. Uh, you get uh, Metroid Two basically redone um, with the 3DS like treatment and then i think they're remaking uh mario and luigi superstar saga as sort of a hd retextured rad version but um to me the neat. This, huh neat yes but the thing i love the most was uh did you guys see the trailer for super mario odyssey no it's so good like yeah the, i did it like, looks it looks really interesting oh uh, the fact that you can just possess i don't know if mario apparently mario's hat is apparently demonic and allows him to possess just about anything that he comes across now which is a really neat mechanic so like seeing mario's hat and mustache on a photorealistic tyrannosaurus rex is pretty sweet <laughs> or <laughs> i love the memes that have been generated already where um there's one part of the trailer where um mario uh, throws his hat at a at a taxi cab in the city area, and it's a completely realistic taxi cab. Suddenly, the taxi cab gets a little Mario hat and a mustache on its like bumper and drives off. <laughs> um, uh-huh. But someone screen capped that uh, and reposted it on Twitter, and then wrote, uh, "It's a me, your Uber driver. I'm a downstairs." In fighting in fighting game news, did you hear about? Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite's leak list. No. No. It's not very good. <laughs> oh, no. Um, they, so, no, in every single Marvel vs. Capcom game, they've had Wolverine and Magneto, and now they don't, because they don't want to promote the Fox movies, because they don't own the rights to those movies. Mm-hmm. So, like, zero X-Men. Lame. Holy shit. Yeah. Lame. And then it's like they, they keep they, they just are tone deaf on on what people want. Uh, it's two v two, which is already kind of like silly after the game's been three v three for so long. But Arc System Works, the people who make um, uh, Persona Four Arena and um, oh my god, Guilty Gear, and Guilty Gear used to be my favorite fighting yeah. game. They're making a Dragon Ball Z game, and it looks so fucking awesome. It's 3v3. Yeah. It's so hype-looking. The the animation is the 2.5D thing where they animate in 3D and then show it to you in a way where it looks like it's 2D. It's so slick-looking. Yeah. No, that that trailer looked, looked slick as fuck. New, new Spider-Man game looks awesome. Um... 
How about that Skull and Bones game that uh, Ubisoft teased? Oh, uh, all my all my pirate friends are jizzing over it. <laughs> you know, how do you think I feel? The best part, like it's it's it you, looks like it's mostly like taking the ship combat from Assassin's Creed Four and just making a whole game about that, and I'm all for that. Uh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Welcome um, to video game analysis. Yeah, it's been a, you know. We Any had gamers that in the audience? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, as a pro gamer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're actually here to do sort of our own exchange of uh, game ideas, except not game ideas. It's unless the game is. It's not so much a time machine as it is a dodgeball cannon. <laughs> 90s kids remember 90s from the kids. 2000s. <laughs> 2000s kids don't remember because they're still kids. 90s kids remember because they were generally alive during the 2000s. Except for the ones who weren't, which is sad. Let's not dwell on that. <laughs> an angel. So uh, we've had some pretty good, here we are, like, you know, sort of post-100th episode, post-Jeff the Killer 2015, and I feel like we need to purge Jeff from our systems um, because, for a long time, because I cannot... We need to to purge. We need to purge the sweet, syrupy, (laughs) thick... Black Jeff Jizz. <laughs> the um, because uh, when you spend three episodes, essentially we're spending three episodes dealing with Jeff. That's three episodes too many. Um, yeah, I was about to say you're like, let's purge this out of our system. I was like, do you remember that we're doing Jeff stories today? <laughs> I do. That's why this is a this is how we get rid of it. So we're, we're all we all feel like we've said we've said what we have to say. We can put a nail in this coffin and we can move on to other other projects. Until episode 2000, where we, again, tackle icon shit. Uh, Next time on Undercooked Analysis, episode 2000, we will... uh, I meant to say 200, but... No, no, episode 2000 is fine. When we get to episode 2000, who who would we cover? I assume the next future uber-popular waifu icon? Yeah. Teen girl waifu waifon? 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 Waifon in the club. Waifon. But the reason we're the reason we're all gathered here is after realizing that pretty much any of us could probably do a billion times better with Jeff the Killer in in our own context, or maybe not. Maybe we just want to make fun of Jeff. Either way, uh, we've all come with something prepared, right? Okay. Uh, prepared is, you know, well, as prepared, term. as prepared as you can, as you can get with something like this, but, uh, we're going to prove to everybody that, uh, you can take a concept like Jeff and do something original with it or that, or we're going to disprove that either way. We're, uh, no, we're going to prove it. Cause it's, it's not a matter of who's going, uh, if, if any of us are going to be able to write a good Jeff the killer story, we're all skilled genius writers the question is who writes the best one mm, we're gonna find out who wants and to we, go yeah, 
uh, we, we do have some comments that I think we should read real quick. Oh, yeah, based on the... Yeah, so we, there's been a little space between... Uh, so let's talk Let's talk about some of the comments that have been left on the uh, Jeff the Killer 2015 uh, YouTube uh, links. This for is those only... Of you who, for those of you who only listen to this in podcast form, for friendly reminder, we also do have this on YouTube. And, like, a lot of people interact on YouTube, so you podcast guys, like, come on, step it up. Uh, so we do, <laughs> we do have uh, this. This uh, video has only been posted for like three hours, and we already have a bunch of uh, really good comments. Fire Rose Neko Wolf says, "You know what? I'm someone who's currently dealing with anger management. I know rage, and this story irritates me because this is clearly someone who doesn't experience uh, that kind of thing. I'm not. Uh, it's not some kind of bloodlust or whatever. This shit is wrong with this kid. You know what? I am a goddamn." Uh, I'm going to write a goddamn story about this. Uh, and at the least from my experience of what I've dealt with once I finish this uh, story I'm currently working on. So this person is going to inspired by the, the misrepresentation of what anger management issues are like going to try and represent them realistically. And thank you. I can't wait to hear what you write. Yeah, I'm super. Yeah. 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 You know, the best kind of stuff is when you can you can draw from personal experience. So, and as long as you maintain that control and you're willing to you know portray that, I it'll it'll come across in the writing. I don't know what that noise was that Alan made, but I'm assuming he was peeling off a, fr- a fruit roll up. Uh, I was. Uh, you actually fucking nailed it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a fruit roll-up for real? It is, uh, it is in fact a fruit roll-up. Whoa! <laughs> We've just learned of a new a new talent that uh, Dead Palette possesses. <laughs> recognizing <Identifying>. the sound. <laughs> recognizing fruit snacks from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's... That's my secret, David. I'm always recognize, recognizing fruit snacks from the 90s. That's my secret. That's my secret, David. I'm always from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> you spin around, so you, you, you and then and then you spin around and immediately turn into a 90s stereotype as you punch a car. But instead of punching it away like the Hulk, you just go like, "Ow!" No, I just turn around. And my face is that of Clarissa from Clarissa Explains It All. And then because you don't actually possess any superpowers, as the car slams into you and sends your body into a contorted nightmare, it goes, na, 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 ding, 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 <laughs> na, 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 na. Uh, then there's also a comment from Hiro Alto. Um, this rewrite is pretty much insanity, but man, while listening to this for the first time, I missed the part where the mother was just a grade A bitch. I don't think parents work like that. Yeah. yeah. In my experience, parents nowadays are usually pretty overprotective as opposed to neglectful. And maybe that's just my ignorance showing, but there's ah, there's just something wrong about that story, about the mother in that story the, the, specifically. Yeah. The parents in the story were just as borked as the parents in the original, just in a different way. If anything, the parents in the first story had that that blissful 1950s suburban yeah. feel to them, which was 
so one of the strange but kind of charming things isn't it weird how much this story has made me turn around about the original jeff the killer jesus christ yeah Yeah. i'm like sitting here contemplating like where did my life go so awry uh Um, then this is a more lengthy comment but i'll just summarize it is it Uh, a zero to shadows one yeah can i read this one yeah go for it okay because i was actually gonna call this one um, I honestly don't know if this is a good analogy, but this story felt like a bad SpongeBob episode. You know, the kind where the joke is that someone is criminally stupid, and the whole episode is just that gag. It stops being funny halfway through, and you go through every possible emotion, laughing at it, feeling sorry for other characters you have to deal with such bullshit, actively being angry at the character that's being stupid, laughing at it again, while you deal with the repetitiveness. Then it ends, and it leaves you tired and angry as, at the writers of that example, at that episode for wasting your time. If you know the scene where with Patrick's wallet, that's a good example. I do know the scene with Patrick's wallet, and that is a good example. Yeah, SpongeBob is the perfect thing to bring up. Maybe we could just take Jeff the Killer and push it somewhere else. And push it off the wiki. Lol Skeletons is Patrick. (laughs) And I can just picture him standing there, push! And the entire community going, (laughs) I'm just imagining Patrick as a skeleton. A a goofy, smiling skeleton. And I responded by, uh, I feel that SpongeBob is supposed to annoy the people people around him, not the viewer. Which brings to mind another way you could rewrite the story. Have Jeff be an unreliable narrator who the reader is supposed to despise and everyone is just like dude chill out but that'd be that'd be perfect it's like they're playing with the kids bikes and then jeff comes out and he's just like hey are you why are you playing with our bikes and then the guys are just like you know what that was kind of stupid that was a brain fart sorry that that was my bad and he's like why were you playing with my bike and he's just a dick yeah actually that's, that's the main problem with these stories is they try to make jeff jeff sympathetic and yet, and 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 yeah, they succeed at just making him a Mary Sue, like the polar opposite of a Mary Sue, where just everything goes wrong for Jeff in order to make everything go right later when he becomes the uber teen killer extraordinaire, heartthrob, <laughs> whatever. Um, I'm ready to read whenever, but I was I wasn't going to read Alan's story. I was just I thought he was just reading it to us always oh, um, was that how it's gonna work like you're gonna read you're gonna read your own story and then we're gonna kind of <clears throat> kick back i thought it was gonna be the opposite i thought i was not going to read it and you two were gonna read it with me here <laughs> no i was under the impression that we were doing it the way i'm suggesting now because that way oh. that way if uh you tell any jokes then we'll we'll have to respond to those you know what i mean uh which would you prefer alan i i don't i i feel like the way i suggested it puts me in the seat of any writer we've read work the work of on this show (laughs) that's true we do kind of kind of hold true to our thing where if um the original writer is is present we they I don't know. We've never done this before. We've never had the actual writers of the stories themselves present when we talked about the story. 
Well, I was thinking it'd be better to do it that way because then you're not really commenting. You're just telling the story, and then David and I are the only ones allowed to comment. Okay. So can can I give a preface to my story? Sure. Yes. Um, so a few weeks ago, I hurt my back. Um, I was having back spasms. It was it was a fucking nightmare. So the doctors gave me some hydrocodone and mm-hmm. some muscle relaxer, mm-hmm. and then I took those and wrote this story. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you basically wrote this story in the way Stephen King wrote Cujo. Right. I also have not reread it. I've not edited this at all. Perfect. Um, I don't know what I'm about to read to you guys. <laughs> oh, it'll be a surprise for everyone then. This is great. Yeah. Okay. Okay then. All right. So I'm that excited. being said, I've opened it and I have titled it. <laughs> JTK reboot lit turned fan base squad fidget spinners 420 blaze. <laughs> right now, as you're listening to this, this is available for critique on Too Spooky. <laughs> AKA the Jeff the Killer story Alan wrote while heavily medicated. <laughs> This is going to be beautiful, isn't it? Be the sure, year, be year sure was funny (laughs) the immortal warrior jane looked over the sea of jtk 5000 killbots (laughs) that had been sent by the evil emperor they all had wide mechanical grins and were made of white metal wielding laser kitchen knives jane reflected on how things got to this point She closed her eyes and remembered a simpler time. (laughs) The rules of polo are complicated (laughs) and not (laughs) 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 what Audience, I'm I'm profoundly sorry that we didn't have the foresight to live stream this. Oh, Um, stay tuned, everyone. We're going to have dates for our first proper monthly live stream pretty soon. Oh, God. We hit our Patreon goal. Just want to mention that. But we're, I, we're, uh, but, uh, sorry. Okay, so Polo. The rules of Polo are complicated and not at all worth getting into. But I found myself drawn to the lifestyle for all of the obvious reasons. The Polo glamour. <laughs> The polo glitz on all of the world-renowned polo stars. 
Oh god. So so are, are we in a future where polo is like the the, no. the dominant sport? I think this is a flashback to now. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I said earlier that Jane was immortal. Okay. That's why she's in the 2753. <laughs> uh-huh. Everyone get ready for a doozy. My name is Jane T. Kyler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm as plain as plain can be. I have green eyes, purple and blue hair, and super rad boobs, what guys like. (laughs) I'm a young lady, but I think that I'm finally ready to have a man do sex on me, even though I am so shy. (laughs) I I, I can't... That comment just makes me think of Jade sitting there, like, you know, dimpling her fingers together and going, Ah, no... (laughs) <laughs> of all the stars of polo none shown in, of all of the stars of polo I'm sorry let me read of all the of stars of polo I wrote <laughs> none shown as brightly as the man known only as El Jefe <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing to watch El Jefe's mastery of whatever it is that polo players do <laughs> <laughs> I know I know there's a horse involved and a mallet? Is it just croquet on a horse? <laughs> Holy shit, this stuff is really kicking in. <laughs> I'm crying. I I can feel you getting high on oxycodone. I couldn't like like it's 2001 A Space Odyssey when he's just going through the color warp. <laughs> anyway, as I watched El Jefe, I felt funny in my front parts. <laughs> I was feeling especially sexy about him. And when I noticed, when he noticed me, he tossed me a piece of paper with a drawing of a pee-pee on it. <laughs> I knew then I was going to be sexed harder than any girl had ever been sexed before. (laughs) Uh, uh, Oh, Alan, I didn't know you wanted to kill us tonight. I'm too sober for this. I met him in private, and he told me his name was Giofredo Assassino. (laughs) He was super attractive, like all polo players had to be to play polo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which it turns out is basically soccer played with long mallets on the back of a horse so far as I can tell from some light googling <laughs> he, was... <laughs> he was so sexy and I was so sexy and all of a sudden our mouths were pressed together and I was touching his whole wiener <laughs> there's the money shot oh. like Like Garfield the cat, there was a strong hunger inside of me. But this hunger was not for lasagna. Like that orange-striped cat hungered for pasta cake, I hungered for for having a guy's thing in my special place on top of a horse. (laughs) (laughs) We did that. 
<laughs> we did that despite the protests of the horse. <laughs> Family, no! Oh my god. <gasps> I... <laughs> <laughs> I had earlier questioned the logic of lighting so many candles when there was so much hay about for the horses. <laughs> but I was too shy and beautiful to bring it up to heaven. <laughs> Our fuck undulations knocked over the candles. <laughs> While he was all up in my business in the good way, we humped for 20 men and came together. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. It was so... It was so hot in both the sexy sense and in the sense that the stable was on fire. (laughs) It burnt his face up bad and somehow etched his face in a permanent smile and now we kill people. (laughs) Then a skeleton popped out of my vagina. (laughs) Holy fuck, hydrocodone isn't fucking around. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no it is not no <laughs> that, was, that wasn't me that was me reading <laughs> I know <laughs> I mean it was me but <laughs> anyway back in the future and Jane has killed off several of the JTK robots but now finds herself backed into a corner Suddenly, the room becomes full of visible video distortion, and all of the robots explode. Jane can make out two figures in the darkness looking at her. Both of them are very tall. Oh, no. Who are you, Jane asks, hyper-realistic blood streaming out of a small cut on her cheek. (laughs) The man stepped from the shadows. He wore a nice suit. His white, featureless face had an eye patch over where an eye would be on a face that had features. (laughs) His partner beside him spoke for him. He was a tall man in an L.A. Lakers jersey wearing a gas mask with an enormous grin on it. Fuck you, Alan. This is Mr. S, and my name is Freddie O'Neill. Oh, no. Most people know me as Forensic. We're forming a group called the Paranormal and Supernatural Termination Alliance, or PASTA. <laughs> and we're looking for members. If you want the position you're in, Forensic said... Jane considers the gravity and franchise opportunities of what has been offered to her. I'm in, she says. Ooh-ah-ah-ah. <laughs> the end. Alan, oh. this, Alan, this fucking rules. Like, we ended it at the best possible time. This needs to be real. This needs to be real. Mr. S and Fred, Frederick O'Neill... And Jane, this version of Jane, all fighting against Jeff Aku in a tie where his evil is. <laughs> oh my god. So the only obvious problem with the story is that it is uh, too much build up to the sequel, which is the actual pasta movie itself. Right. So this uh, is just the origin story of, uh, of Jane the Killer for some fucking reason. The only thing I'm disappointed in, the only reason I'm not giving it a 10 out of 10 and instead giving it a 9 out of 10 is a distinct lack of fire extinguishers. Yeah. I, I, as I was reading it now, as we ended, I thought, why did I not put a fire extinguisher in here? Oh my god, this is the perfect prequel to a fighting game. Jane fights with a fire extinguisher. (laughs) 
<sighs> you know, I think they picked the wrong villain for for this part of the Ukahaku. Why didn't they bring in the fire extinguisher? <laughs> Jane's classic villain. <laughs> oh, Alan. So that's what I did. Alan, this is beautiful. Thank you. I'm, for... I'm pretty impressed. I'm sad to say that I took a more serious approach to my story. Uh, as I mentioned, I have gone through um, anger management issues in the past, okay. and I wanted I wanted to depict that more accurately. So here, here's my version. Okay. Ready when you are. Every, everybody Patrick. ready to drop their oxycodones? Yep. Drop them now. Okay. Jeff the Killer, New Beginnings. Hello there. I'll be using you to talk about a situation I find myself in. (laughs) See? My name is Jefferson L. Killian, but you can call me Jeffrey. I'm 22, and I recently moved to Tucson, Arizona, from Alton, Utah, with my mom, dad, and stupid adopted kid brother, Lou. I like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Roblox, and rap music. I'm actually thinking about starting a SoundCloud to do Yu-Gi-Oh! parody rap battles. Or I was, before the bad day came. I'm not sure of anything anymore. It all started about a week ago, when we moved into our new home. So Y2K had not yet happened. I didn't want to move, but my mom got a new job on a public access kid show writing. Her idea was called Super Puppet Friends. Anyway... (laughs) <laughs> the new house was in a nicer neighborhood than the last one, but I can tell you, uh, but I can tell because, mm. <laughs> anyway, our ho- I can't even read my own goddamn story. Anyway, the new house is much nicer than the old neighborhood. Um, I can tell because I saw a married couple wearing sweaters tied around their shoulders. <laughs> my parents forced me and my 14-year-old brother to go to a new church. I wish we could go to a normal church. Sadly, we're Mormon. When we got there, some men in black greeted my parents, but I was, but I had to look after the kids in the daycare, including my super adopted brother. The daycare was in the basement, and ugh, the smell! It was like a new kind of poop smell that was poop smell that was clearly poop, but modified in a lab. The genetic code of this poop wasn't meant to occur naturally in nature. I surveyed the room. In the middle were a group of kids playing Beyblade in the middle of the room. They were playing Beyblades in the middle of the room in a hula hoop, not the officially licensed Metal Fusion Base Stadium by Takara Tomi like my brother uses. (laughs) My brother ran over and started playing, took out his... Stop! You all right there? Alan, says live. <coughs> Alan. Okay, I'm good. Okay. You're going to re-injure his back. This is a serious oh. story, guys. My brother <laughs> ran over and started playing, took out his fire, uh, burn fire blaze phoenix metal bay blade. I saw one black kid using a twisted tempo spinner and another kid using a Diablo nemesis metal fury. I hated Beyblade so much. They all yelled, let her rip. By the way, those are all things. Those are all real things. No, I figured. I I figured that was. Burn 
Burn Fireblaze Phoenix Metal Beyblade. Uh, I figured you would have done your homework, so I took it as a fact. This is probably the greatest Ashcan story I've ever written. I researched every detail. One boy, one boy ran up to me and complained that they wouldn't let him play because he didn't have his own Beyblade. This boy might have been patient zero of the genetically modified super poop experiment. He had what I assumed was chocolate pudding all over his face and nose and did have a cowboy hat on. So remember the callback of when I was like, hey, guys, remember the thing about the putting on noses, putting on face? Oh, shit. Isn't Uh, that like a weird coincidence? Because I wrote this before that. (laughs) (laughs) It's the the zeitgeist. It's the zeitgeist speaking. Mm Mm-hmm. The whole time he whined, he was itching his butt, really using his red shorts to get in there. I told him to wash his hands first. Uh, He then went to the nearby drinking fountain and rinsed his hands, only to drive both of them by itching his butt again. (laughs) This redirection must have changed his train of thought. Over to the left area of the basement was kids playing with Legos. If I didn't know, uh, if you didn't know, the plural, uh, oh, uh, over to the left side of the basement, there were kids playing with Lego. If you didn't know, the plural of Lego is Lego, not Legos, but I bet these stupid kids didn't even know that. A few of the Lego were officially licensed by Lego Group of Denmark. The rest (laughs) were a Christian knockoff, were Christian knockoff Legos, like Noah's Ark-themed bricks and nativity scene, and the nativity scene. These Lego bricks symbolized the death and rebirth I'd go through to become the man I am now. The one Ninjago toy that was officially licensed, Kai, symbolized the power I'd wield. And the oldest spelled wrong. Over to the right area of the basement, there was some kind of leaking pipes. The leaks were flooding on the floor on the right side of the room. But no one seemed to take notice of the leaking pipes in the wet floor. Beside Dookie Kid, who would occasionally jump up and down in the water, sending small flashes, uh, splashes of putrid water over uh, to the left side of the room where the Lego kids were playing at. Near the back of the room, opposite me, was a child having an intense game of pocket pool. <laughs> Focusing my eyes, it was Randy, a boy my age. Randy had a skateboard at his feet and his hands in his pockets. I wondered if the strange curve in his back was natural or if it came from how good it felt to play that game of pocket pool. <laughs> Randy wore a black trench coat and a fetching white ascot. His hair was coiffed, misspelled, in a manner that made him look like Joseph Smith if he was a school shooter. <laughs> His, oh, no. his skateboard had tight wheels on it, and its underside had a picture of Darkling from Ocarina of Time on it. Randy was also wearing a name tag that said Ranthony Anthon of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> That's when his eyes connected with me. I wore a white hoodie. I like to wear white to show off my positive attitude towards life. <laughs> my hair was pure black and uncoiffed, misspelled. 
my body had numerous scars from cutting myself. <laughs> my pants were black uh, to slim my legs. I never liked my legs. Too leggy, if you ask me. <laughs> anyway, Randy gave off an aura of malice. I could just tell that he had something to do with the Anthon forgeries that made Mormons look like fools years ago. <laughs> if oh not for God. that... If not for that slip-up, Mormonism might have been mainstream by now. But I can't let myself get distracted by that at a time like this, in this hellhole. Oh, boy. That's when a bishop came downstairs with a cart full of snacks. The bishop wore a red bow tie and red suspenders, a white dress shirt, and black dress pants. His hair was dorky with a dis- with disturbingly even bangs and gingery hair. His ears were big and magnificent. He started to introduce himself to myself and my adopted brother Lou as Bishop Bob Backlin. That's when he started to yell at me. You okay there, Alan? I'm good. He wanted to know why the pipes were leaking. I, of course, had nothing to do with it, but he wouldn't listen and blamed me. He pushed me on the floor and told me to serve the snacks if I wanted to stay a Mormon. <laughs> then he left. <laughs> Alan, you want to explain what had just has just transpired since I know David doesn't get it? It's a wrestling thing, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't worry Ooh. about it. I just trust that it's a wrestling thing. Okay. Uh, All just, right. Just uh, not to explain too much, but uh, Jeff apparently doesn't know that Bob Backlund is a famous person. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I figured as much. Randy was laughing as he walked out of the room with the bishop. Uh, I was so made... But I couldn't, ha- I couldn't have my Mormonism revoked. My parents would be pissed. So I served the snacks. The snack was either goldfish or vanilla wafers served in white coffee filters. And every child got a can of warm ginger ale. <laughs> but the ginger ale was Canada dry. My old Mormon church served Vern's ginger ale. I couldn't deal with all this change. Once all the children had snacks, they all returned to their activities, getting goldfish and wafer crumbs everywhere. I started watching the children play with connects because I didn't have any paper to write down Roblox raps. While I was... While all of the... While all of the connects were officially licensed by Connects Industry Incorporated, many pieces were missing, making the whole thing sad. Wrong, wrong hole. Uh, as, as if there is such a thing, they didn't have the KNX. They had the K. Mm, they did have the KNX plane that you got from Pizza Hut. My mom actually directed all the Pizza Head commercials for Pizza Hut, so I had all the Pizza Hut KNX until we adopted Lou from China. I also, <laughs> I also got lots of Munchtown meals. Um, while my attention was focused on the KNX. I missed something awful happening at the other side of the room. That's when I noticed. Time slowed down. It was clear 
that this would be the defining moment, the defining moments of my life. And it didn't turn with a whimper, but a bang, a horrific bang, a bang that would turn me into the harbinger of evil. Gone was the pure Jeff that believed in truth, justice, and the Book of Mormon. <laughs> no. I would become death, bringer of evil. It was the boy in the cowboy hat. His pants were down. His small, small little boy penis hanging out. Oh, God. He was standing over the puddle, his vibrant red shorts around his ankles, getting wet on the floor. Scattered around him were gradually softening goldfish, turning into puffballs. His back was arched in an all-too-familiar way, a sign of impending doom. Behind him was a trash can placed flush against the wall, his hands far above his head and clenched into granite fists like victorious vice grips. That's when he yelled the incantation that brought the earth to a standstill. Let her rip! <laughs> a shotgun blast of solid yet wet shit erupted forth <laughs> the bum and hit the wall without losing any elevation. <laughs> then shattered and ricocheted on impact, bits of wet poop landed on everything and everyone in a circular reverbent zone. The remnants of Dookie that stuck to the wall began to loosen and fall, hitting the rim of the trash can but falling on the floor. That's uh, This happened in a second... Uh, this happened as a second burst detonated even louder and more sour sounding than the first. Uh, now mostly liquid napalm traveling two oh, and a half God. feet to the wall and a constant stream that in turn backsplashed and landed mostly on his red shorts. Then came Revelation 1712. The ten horns you saw are the kings who have not yet received a kingdom, but who, who, uh, but who for one hour will receive authority as kings along the beast. And these ten horns were ear-deafening farts. The kind of ear <laughs> <laughs> the kind of piercing ordnance sounds that give soldiers lifelong nightmares. With my ears ringing and my mind bordering, on, bordering in proper one, on insanity, a pea stream was unleashed with a with uh, from this tiny little man a pea stream of preternatural nature, seeming to come from out of nowhere, as it's impossible that it sprung from such a minuscule vessel, considering the sheer leaderage of the urine in question. What's more, what's more was the smell, the pee, not the poop, but the pee smelled worse than anything I had ever smelled. One might imagine puking, but the smell had such a tartness that oppressed the heaving I was having in my gut. As my hearing returned, I heard the boy say one word with a blank expression on his face. Help. That's when the bishop returned and blamed me for the poop. It was so unfair. <laughs> he, handed me, he handed me some cleaning supplies and sent all the kids home. I tried cleaning the trash can with bleach and ammonium, and it burned me, turning me into a monster. I went... Uh, I went broke into the Mormon, the, the church's museum, and stole the kitchen knife of Latter Day Saints. <laughs> then I destined to end the beast. After 
Sports. I broke into the inner sanctum of the church where Randy, Troy, and Keith were all drinking ginger ale from the glass form <laughs> of the reformed Egyptians, one of the three sacred objects of Mormonism. <laughs> I stabbed all three of them and drank from the bowl. Now I can read every language. <laughs> Teeth, <laughs> I, <laughs> T-I-H-S, as in this, but misspelled. <laughs> this made me Jeff the Killer. New beginnings. Now go to sleep, children of Abraham. <laughs> the end. Oh, my God. I, 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 I'm, I'm terrified. <clears throat> I, oh, my God. <laughs> First, I was afraid. I was petrified. Oh. <sighs> uh. What the my life fuck? is my life is different now. <laughs> oh, so, um, did y'all like the part about revelations? Yes. <laughs> Guys, I don't know what else there is to say. There's not. There's there's not much else. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Oh God. So so uh, Alan went the direction of polo and I focused on Beyblades. <sighs> yeah, which are were both evident in uh Jeff the Killer originally. So Yeah, you did you did good. You both did good. Thank thank you. Oh my god. Is it my turn? Uh yes. Okay. Are are you guys ready? Cuz the mm-hmm. thing is thing is y'all i did this before it was cool you know that right oh yeah yeah why don't you just sit back for a second and let me take you back to episode 10 of midnight marinara so this is the new neighborhood i guess every house looks the same yeah upper middle class white suburbia Boring. Now, Jeff, this is a nice, fancy neighborhood. We're moving on up. To the east side? No, and how do you even know what you're referencing, Lou? Internet. Figures. That's all you kids do these days. Stare at screens. Why don't you take the time to do something active here? Maybe learn to skateboard. Dad, only douchebags skateboard. Jeff! It's true. As soon as you get a skateboard, you turn into a douchebag. That's just how it works. Now that's enough. We're here. Hey, Mom, there's a woman staring at us from across the street, from the upstairs window. She's smiling, and it's kind of creepy. Oh, she's probably just happy to see new neighbors. I'm sure she'll come meet us as soon as we're done unpacking. Hi! Whoa, um, hi. I'm Barbara, and I live across the street. I just wanted to introduce myself and make sure that you felt ever so welcome to our lovely, perfect little community. Uh, uh, hey? Oh, and you must meet my son, Billy. Billy, get over here! There we go. Everyone, this is Billy. Yeah. <laughs> he's a nice boy, really. I think he's just distracted. Uh, I'm Margaret, and this is my husband, Peter. A pleasure. And my boys, Jeff and Lou. Hey. Well, it's absolutely great to meet you all. 
I'll let you get to unpacking. But I also wanted to let you know that Billy is having his 12th birthday party in two days, and I'd just love to see you all there. Of course, we'd be happy to. Not me. I have no interest all in- All of us would love you to come. Fabulous. Well, you take care now. If you need anything, anything at all, I'm right across the street. Toodles! Well, um... She seems nice. What the hell was that all about? And why did you invite me to that kid's birthday party? I'm not a dumb kid. Now, Jeff, you're only a year older than Billy, and we want to give a good impression to our new neighbors. You're going, and that's final. <sighs> Whatever. And don't give me that attitude, young man. Why can't you be more like your brother? Equally apathetic to the prospect of going to a creepy neighbor's party? You're not helping, son. Sometimes I wonder if Lou is the only other person that gets it. No one else notices the hackneyed nature of life, do they? The futility of it all, with the cookie-cutter talk and the vacant, brainless nature of this neighborhood. I know I'm stronger, but sometimes... Sometimes I can feel it. Lurking in the back of my mind. Pushing me to join in. The cliché. Jeff? Yeah, Dad? Are you getting one of those weird feelings in there? No, Dad. Are, are you sure? We, we can talk about it. Yes, Dad, I know. Can I have my privacy? Tend to get that thousand-mile stare, you know, and you start humming that one Kevin McLeod song. Yes, Dad, I'm just jacking off, okay? Jeez. G good. As long as it's not the other thing. Come downstairs and get your stuff. You left everything in the hall. Sure beats sitting in an empty room. Uh, come to think of it, what am I doing in here? You had that another episode again, didn't you? Yeah, it's happening more and more, Lou. Mm-hmm. Saw you making that face at breakfast, just kind of staring off. That's why I kicked you under the table. Thanks. Mom would flip if she noticed. I thought I had it under control, but moving here? It's this neighborhood, you know? It's off. If by off you mean really totally uninspired and predictable, then I feel ya. I swear that barber lady is going to swoop in on us tonight and make a homemade pie or something else weird. Did you see how she was grinning at us from her lawn as we left? It's freaky. Right? How is it that mom and dad never notice these things? Sometimes I feel like I'm trapped in a horrible short story with the laziest writing imaginable, and we're the only ones that know it. Been there. Done that. Huh? Being trapped in the story. Midnight Mariner Episode 6, The Writer's Ink. That was a good one. I rarely know what you're talking about. So if this is such a perfect neighborhood, what's the freaking school bus? There you go. The bus is late. Anytime now it's going to pull up and it'll be full of your stereotypes. The jocks, the nerds, the bratty girls, the bookworms. Don't forget the generic group of bullies. Yep. That's probably a group of them coming this way now. Probably. How can you tell? Because they have skateboards. Therefore, douchebags. I don't make the rules, it's just how it works. Yeah. Are you sure? Incoming douchebags! I stand corrected. Well, well, well. It looks like we got some new meat. Well, you're in luck. We're the welcoming committee around here. This year's Keith. So? And this big guy is Troy. I'm a bully! Yes, thank you, Troy. And I'm Randy. Now, I'm not sure you guys know, but there's a fee for riding the bus if you catch my drift. Seriously? Uh, we don't have time to deal with this. Hey Randy, you want I should give these two a couple of nicks? Not yet. 
Look, kid, you better pay up. Cripes. Okay, sure. You have to bring knives into this? Knives? In this neighborhood? It just doesn't make sense. Do, don't you morons have anything better to do? Forget it, Jeff. They're cut and dried bullies. They have no motivation other than to be random assholes. But this whole thing is just so... Gah! What is wrong with you people? Aw, what's the matter? You mad because you're so weak and stupid? Ah! Oh, my face! My beautiful face! I need that to exist! I am so sick of this! You bastards step near my brother again, and you're getting one where the sun don't shine. You're gonna get it, you little punk! Troy! Keith! Get him! I'm gonna cut you good! I'm a bully! Oh, what? You're gonna think you're gonna get me? You're gonna get me good? Ow! Ooh! Oh, my trachea! Oh, oh that's my not sure. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to get oh, him the trachea, but oh, oh, my trachea! Oh, oh, my trachea! Oh, my memories oh. of the farm! Talrak! Talrak! The farm! Oh, my gosh! Ouch! Oh, that's not... Ow! The bus! Run, Lou! What? Why? Just run! Move! Jesus, Jeff, that was nuts. Yeah, I have no idea how I managed that. That was awesome. No, I mean it was stupid to just run away when we could have clearly explained to the bus driver and everybody else what had happened. Now we're going to look bad. Oh, it, trust me, Lou. It would have been worse if we stayed. Knowing how this works, they'll take the side of the douchebags. That's how the cliche works. Jeff, this is also a cliche. At least we stood a better chance of explaining ourselves there. Ah, well, I guess you're right. I'm always right. Shut up. Let's just get to school and not worry about it. Sure, whatever. But this isn't like you. Hey, boys. Hey, Mom. How was your first day at school? Did you have a good one? Actually, no. See, Jeff... It was a wonderful day, Mother. Really. The, the hell are you talking about? <laughs> What was that all about? I really don't know. I'll talk to him. All right. He does seem to listen to you. It's this place. I know it. It's eating away at me. How can everyone be so blind to the presence of uninspired bullies in their midst? Especially ones with knives. Well, I showed them. Beating them down felt good. So good. God, what am I thinking? I just made things worse. I fell for it somehow. Another tired trope that will lead to nothing. Why does it all seem so pointless? I... You're doing the thing again, Jeff. <sighs> Sheesh, man, can't you knock? I could hear you from the hall. I had to do something. Right. Thanks. God, Lou. I don't know what to do. Hey, we're fine, aren't we? It's like you said earlier. I guess. I just can't shake the feeling that something really terrible is going to happen. That's happening right now. Considering the neighborhood, yeah... Every pristine ranch-style home hiding some slack-jawed grunt with an inferiority complex that makes just no sense. Exactly! Wait, what? I mean, that group of bullies like that in a community like this just doesn't add up. Oh, good. That's what I thought you said. That's what it is. It's not just contrived, it, it feels forced. I also didn't expect you to turn into Bruce Lee all of a sudden. <laughs> Me neither. That was the weird part. It's like I wasn't myself then. Well, I think we somehow made it in the clear. Yeah. Maybe the people on the bus were about as perceptive as mom and dad. I think we're going to be okay. Boys, get down here! Ah, shit. There you are, Jeff. These 
police officers tell me you attacked three kids and that two of them got stabbed. Mom, they were the ones with the knives. They pulled them on me and Lou. Now look here, son. We got injuries recorded, and witnesses say they saw you fleeing the scene. Now, what does that tell us? It tells me you guys aren't doing your job. How do you let punks like that ride around threatening people, and yet when honest kids, like me and Lou... Jeff? Kid, if you care about your sorry butt, you'll shut your trap. Better just confess. We have plenty of evidence saying it was you. <sighs> Alright, fine. I did it. I beat them up. But Lou tried to hold me back. Don't blame him. Good. That's all we wanted to hear. Oh, Jeff. Looks like a year in juvie for you. Better come with us. What? You're just taking me straight there? That's it? No trial or anything? Yep. That's how it works. But th- But that makes no friggin' sense. Makes sense to me. Me too. Me three. Why, Jeff? Seriously, Mom? All of you? Wait, don't listen to Jeff. It was me. He's got a knife! Drop your weapon, kid. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Are you all fucking insane? Jeff, watch your language! And you, stop pointing guns at my boy! I was the one who did it. Jeff's just trying to cover for me. But he's innocent. Here, I'll drop the knife. Right then, kid. Let's go. Lou, no! It was me! Why are you suddenly taking him instead? Tell them it was me! You know it was me! Hey, Jeff. Looks like I'm setting up my own cliché now. See you soon. You too, Mom. It's alright, Jeff. You don't have to lie anymore. We know it was Lou. How? Seriously, how? Either of us could be lying. I just know, Jeff. I can't believe you would do such a thing. Lou! Don't leave me here alone with these people! Two days. Two days since they took Lou to juvie. Why the hell did anyone, let alone my parents, just let this slide? It makes no goddamn sense. But I can't talk about it to anyone else. If they don't notice anything's wrong, how forced it feels. Lou. Lou understood. Lou saw things like they were. Lou saw things like this with me. Now he's not here. And I... No, I won't. I won't let the cliché claim me. But I sense it, crouched behind me, waiting for its moment to creep into my mind. Jeff. Uh, Jeff, wake up. Uh, what? You were talking in your sleep. It's time to get up. Why bother? It's Saturday. I want to sleep in. Not today, son. It's Billy's birthday party. I might die from the excitement. Come on, Jeff. You'll have a great time. You're joking, right? You don't expect me to go to some kid's party after... Jeff, we both know what happened. I think this party could be the thing that brightens up the past days. Now get dressed. Uh... Margaret, Peter, Jeff, it's so good to see you all. I'm so glad you made it. We're happy to be here. We definitely appreciate the invite, Barbara. That's lovely. I was shocked when I heard about what happened to Lou. Is he doing all right? He's fine, really. Nothing a little bit of time in JCD won't fix. We do miss him, though. Believe me, Jess could really use the distraction. Right, Jeff? Yeah, whatever. Well, I'm ever so pleased we can help you. I'm sure Billy will be happy to see you, Jeff. Billy! Jeff is here! Yo. Hey. Well, the backyard is all yours. Go have fun. We'll all be here. Go on, Jeff. Enjoy yourself. Fine. 
So, Billy. Yep. Eh. Eh. <sighs> this get any work? Even coming, coming douchebags. Need my big mouth. Aha! I figured I'd find you here at some dumb kid's party. Hey. God, can you dicks just go away? You got unfinished business with you, kid. I'm a bully. I beat the crap out of you, and you sent my brother to juvie. We're even. I don't go for even. I go for winning. We're gonna mess you up. All right then. Let's go. Okay, they have guns now. This just gets more and more ridiculous. This is just for insurance. Your life is about to be a living hell. <laughs> Shouldn't we do something about this? They just pulled guns on our son. No, let's just stand off to the side and watch it happen. I'm sure it'll all resolve itself in time. Come on, Jeff. Fight. <coughs> I can't. You just threw me through a patio door. Isn't that enough? Never. I'm the one that got your brother sent to juvie. I irrationally hate you with every fiber of my being and want to have a proper battle royale. But why? You started this. No, logic doesn't apply. It never applies because this makes no sense. Nothing makes sense. Quick <laughs> <laughs> face. So then, this is not a fight scene with all these specific things that happen. How do you expect to get this across without any form of narration? This is the, seriously, this is the worst I... Oh, right, if you fill in the gaps. Oh, I guess we're putting about as much effort into this as was made to write. Anyway, so Jeff fought the bullies all through the house and in the process got hit with a bottle of vodka and a container of bleach or, or something. Uh, and even though Jeff managed to kill, yes, kill the bullies with only a well-aimed punch and towel rack, uh, Keith still managed to throw a lighter on him as he died and light him on fire. Uh, then Jeff passed out. Uh, why are we doing this story again? Jeff, oh honey, I'm glad you're okay. Don't talk too much. You were burned pretty badly so your face is in a cast. Even though we all stood around and did nothing while those bullies showed up, we did manage to get the fire out and to get you to a hospital. I have great news. After all the witnesses told the police that Randy confessed of trying to attack you, they decided to let Lou go. He'll be out by tomorrow, and then you two will be able to be together again. The doctor said he's doing all he can, but it will take some time for you to heal. You'll have to stay bandaged up for now, but we'll be all right here with you as soon as we can. Two weeks later. Alrighty then, we'll just go ahead and take these bandages off and uh, hope for the best. Hope for the best? Are you supposed to be a professional? <laughs> I miss you too, bro. Quiet, Lou. I'm sure the doctor did all he could. That's right. Now I'll slowly take off the gauze. Egan, this face! What? What about my face? Jesus. Whoa, that's really freaky. Is that even possible? I need a mirror. Bathroom's right over there. Oh. Oh my god. They weren't kidding. I look like- I look like a caricature. The white skin, the singed hair. I look like a maniac. A killer. I- I get it. Suddenly.
I get it. Everything that's happened, everything that's led me to this point in time was to give me this face. This is my origin story. I know it. <laughs> Jeff. Hey, Jeff, it's, it's not that bad. Not that bad? <laughs> Lou, it's perfect. Um, Jeff, are, are you okay? I've never felt better. <laughs> Look at me. This face goes perfectly with me. Doctor, is my son alright in the head? <laughs> oh yes, this behavior is typical for patients that have taken very large amounts of painkillers. <laughs> if his behavior doesn't change in a few weeks, bring him back here and we'll give him a psychological test. Thanks. All right, Jeff, it's time to go home. Okay, Mommy. <laughs> oh, boy. I never should have gone to Juvie. What <laughs> uh, the hell? What damn thin walls? I did not want to hear Mom and Dad doing that. Jeff? Oh shit! Go to slip. Go to slip? What the hell? I meant sleep. Go to sleep. God, Lou, why do you have to undermine this for me? Because you're being an ass. What are you doing with that knife? What I was meant to do, Lou. What I was always meant to do. Dude, can you stop being cryptic for like five seconds and talking to me like a normal person? But I'm not normal, Lou. I never was. Don't you see it? I always saw it, Jeff. Not making any sense. That's the point, Lou. Nothing makes sense. I ran from it, tried to avoid it, but I never really understood. Everything that's happened to me, it was just my origin story. Now I've embraced it become what the circumstances of the world led me to be, and I'm going to make the most of it. Why fight it? Wait, did you cut your face? I made my smile better. My face got tired of smiling, so I cut a permanent one into my cheeks. Okay, Mr. Joker. Real original. God, you really turned into a cliche, haven't you? See, you're thinking too much. You could be like me, but you're too critical. That's why you have to die. It makes no sense to kill you, the only one who had ever really understood me. What's that? Do you hear it? <laughs> Do you hear it? That's the sound of my fans. They've also embraced the nonsensical nature of my story, and they love me for it. I will become immortal to them, personified in their fan art and spin-offs, their slash fix, and their pairings of me with their Mary Sues. I will become a god among killers. My name will be burned into the internet for all time, and no one can avoid me. Jeff, this is getting a little too meta. If you're really embracing your dull as dirt persona, you gotta stop arguing with me. But you can't, can you? Because somewhere in there is the real Jeff, my brother. And he knows how vapid and stupid this whole thing is. That Jeff is gone, Lou. Now, I'm Jeff the Killer. And after Mom and Dad, you'll be my third victim. Now, go to slip. Ah, ah, shit. Give me a sec. Are those eye drops? Yeah, I have to use them every couple minutes or so. You have to when you don't have eyelids. No 
No eyelids? Yeah, I burned them off myself. That's why I haven't been blinking. Jeff, you've got to admit, that's really unbelievably dumb. Well, it seemed like a good idea at the time, but... No, no, no. Stop it. Stop it. I can't... I can't do this anymore. This is really the most popular creepypasta of all time. How? This is ludicrous. Idiot. I can't even... Ah, Soliva. I can't even... I'm done. That's it. I've had it. You can call my age. I don't even care. I'm done with Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. You uh, know what? I I gotta be. I gotta give you some honest feedback. Okay. Uh, the lack of Revelation seventeen twelve <laughs> is kind of. Well, I was in a different phase at the time. You gotta understand. I was. I understand. I was. I was still way back in like uh, the Old Testament. So. Yeah, I gotta say, not a single person got fucked on a horse in your story. <laughs> so. <sighs> But I mean, and you gotta admit, you mine, know, mine had a lot more uh, incoming douchebags. You can you can have uh, people not get fucked on horses as long as centaurs are fucking people, but like right. that's like the only exception. Well, you gotta understand, this was a different time before. Uh, this was at a time before UC, the UCA memes were dank. I had to come up with my own <laughs> this, memes this by was, myself. This was in a time before centaurs existed. This was just in a time <laughs> yes. before centaurs. The closest thing I had was was uh, satyrs, and I don't know if you heard it, but like around you know the seven eight minute mark, you can kind of hear just the faint clopping of hooves in the background. Oh, uh, oh, that's what that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, clopping was really big at the time. It was. I mean, <laughs> I mean, bronyism hadn't quite died out yet, but you know, it was still prevalent enough that you know, sound was the sound was still in very much in the public consciousness. You know, the sound. But yeah, that's. Uh, uh, I'm glad you. Uh... Oh, that was that was quite an adventure, I gotta say. Also, it... your, your stories distinctly lacked any pasta shade whatsoever. So uh, someone had to bring pasta shade into this. Might as well right. be me. Considering and, he's my original. Then... He's my original character. Do not steal. The the ten horns were the sounds of clopping. <laughs> <laughs> Ear deafening clopping. <sighs> Man, I hope we get a lot of fan art for this episode. Oh please, oh please. Um, yeah, I, I don't. You know what? I don't think we can declare a winner. I think each of us found our own uh, uh, niche in that regard, and just we've we've all elevated Jeff in our own way to god tier. Like, even more so than he was already. Jeff had died for your sins. He drank from the bowl of ginger ale, and now he can read any language. (laughs) 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 One of the three sacred objects of Mormon. This is forever, forever uh, ruined ginger ale for me because I I went to not that long ago. I went to um, this was like a couple nights ago. I went to a bar and um, with some friends uh, after a uh, after a night of uh, doing a play, and um, I didn't want to drive home. You know, I didn't want to drink and then drive home late that night. So I just ordered. The, everybody else who wasn't drinking was getting Coca Cola. I'm like, well, I don't drink cola anymore. Oh no! I asked, "Do you guys have ginger ale?" And they did. 
and they set it down in front of me, and the first thing I thought of was, well, that was all I thought, and then I drank it, and it was good. Cool well, story. Thank you. You were like, this ginger ale has ice in it. I want my ginger ale <laughs> warmed by the sun. <laughs> it needs uh, some good old, uh, the good old soul power. Uh, well, uh, I hope you all enjoyed uh, this experiment into the minds of three people who uh, were either um, in the past, in the future, or high on medication. <laughs> Whew. Um, so, I guess that's the episode, huh? <laughs> we is, have there, to, yeah. is, there, is there any way we can end this episode... In a, in a satisfying way. I think we're already all satisfied. I think we are. I think we got to address something, though. There's a couple things we got to address, don't we? You mean the the untimely death of Stevie Richards? You know I'm going to have to censor that. I know. <laughs> I know. Son of a bitch. That's, what, we're not that's supposed... why I said no, it. No, Brent, we're not supposed to have any... This is it. This is, this is our last gasp at old memes. All, we have to throw all old memes away. We have to start fresh with new memes. It's a new beginning for Undercooked Analysis. So are you ready? I'm going to start the next new meme, and we're going to run with it, okay? And that's where okay, we're going to cap so, off so the not, episode. Just bear with me. I'm ready. You ready? Uh, we're not allowed to mention Chris. Stevie Richards. No, never again. Wait, Hold on. Uh, no, Alan, no, no, yeah. Alan, Alan, Alan. Hold on, yeah. Just, just so you have something to censor with, let me okay. throw in a Stevie Richards. <laughs> throw, <laughs> throw that over every time. He I, says Stevie Richards. I will, I will. Um, but you guys ready for the for this new revelation of memes? Yeah. Okay. Turkey vultures. Eh? Eh? Uh... Okay. Stevie Richards. Oh. <laughs> um, before we before we go, turkey vultures. Let's talk about. Uh, we have I have a couple. We have a couple things to plug. Um, since we hit the Patreon goal, uh, like I said earlier in this recording, uh, in this episode, uh, we are going to probably hit our do our first live stream near the end of the month. So keep your eye out for that. Also, uh, the day we recorded this. Uh, we have an, I have taken part in the first episode of a new podcast, uh, Darkly Lit, with uh, Kayla, with Sade from The Witching Hour, and with Chelsea. So if you guys want to hear us talk about At the Mountains of Madness by H.P. Lovecraft, it's sort of a, uh, for those not in the know, it's sort of, sort of like a horror book club. We all get together after having read the book and talk about it. And then uh, we start, we say what we're going to read next, so you can kind of read along with us. So we just finished at the Mountains of Madness. You can go listen to that. And currently we are reading uh, The Hellbound Heart by Clive Barker. So if you want to join in on the discussion for that and maybe leave some comments, check it out. It's uh, on, um, you can find it through The Witching Hour. You can find it through us. There will be links where you can uh, you can uh, listen to it. Uh, that's the main thing I wanted to give a shout out to. Um, although also Kayla and I will be starting a new podcast of our own pretty soon here because i just can't get enough i just can't get enough uh but i'll talk more about that one uh later when it's actually out <clears throat> i am tackling uh, an old story i did redoing it uh much better this time called boys scouted and that's a horror story that should be up 
by the time this goes out. Cool. And Alan? Uh, Ignis Pergamentum. Uh, next week, uh, my reading of Two Seaps is going up. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, it was a story written by Prasicor for the Love Pasta Contest. Uh, also, uh, Ignis Pergamentum Patreon. Uh, rest of this month, $5 donations get to write a story with me. I just working worked. I just started doing the concept stages of a story with uh, Jenny, and holy shit, I'm excited to get writing on that. Man, I want to hear that. Hear these stories. This sounds great. Uh, I'm the plan is to do something with the stories if they're if they turn out good, but, oh. or if they turn out bad. <laughs> yes. Speaking of stories, though, I think I finally settled on a theme I want to do for the uh, my writing challenge. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, expect that to kick off uh, closer to July. I think that's a good place to actually cut off the the that part, and then we'll go into the intro. Yeah. We're done with this episode. Yep. And we're done with Jeff, right? We're done. Much like yeah. Crispin. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.